Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand. Um, that is three CR digital three CR eight five five AM and on demand. Lots of ways to listen to the show out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. The last show for two thousand and seventeen. Thanks for your company. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging, also acknowledging our LGBTIQ original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys, for their special contributions to diversity on and around the lands. And of course, welcome to listeners of all genders. And that includes, but is not limited to, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about that later. Um, so, last show for the year, as it, as it often is at around this time of year, and... Um, you know, so um, we are at that point. And, well, a bit of a theme for today. What are your queer um, sort of wishes? Um, and, um, you know, for whether they're personal or political, or, of course, the two can intersect. We don't believe in binaries on this show. And um, also, you know, have a bit of a look back at some of the news of the year and some of the events on the show. Well, um, there's lots of ways to get in touch with the show to get those ideas through to me. Out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can text 61456 um, 751215. And you can look for the post on Facebook. Um, there's two posts one on my page, Sally Goldner, and one on Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Or hopefully you can tweet, and that's the bottom line because um, at Sal Gold said so. That's how you tweet um, to me. Um, I'm just ha- might be having some trouble on Twitter at the moment, which I'm um, trying to multitask and remedy. But it's been an interesting year for the queer world, and I've got to say thank you to the fabulous Wombat for sending in um, a both a an old fa- ye oldy fashioned ye cardy. Um, thanking uh, on behalf of Scouts, but also as an individual has emailed um, um, in some wishes. And so this, <laughs> well, um, lots lots going on here. Um, so personal, um, Wombat wishes that he, um, I, Wombat, may find a gentleman to date. Well, um, that is not up to this point in time, but no someone to go out with. Well, yes, um, lots of people on the wish list for a partner out there. So put it out to the universe, I think, is the go and see if you can find someone. Um, Dating is always an interesting thing in part in the in varying degrees and parts and ways in our rainbow communities. I mean, um, you know, sort of pretty much getting there. There's lots of sites for gay and lesbian, but, you know, bi women on a lesbian site might face biphobia trans women likewise on an app or dating site or similar um 
trans people? Do you, if you haven't had surgery, do you need to disclose that? Should you? Well, of course you shouldn't, not until it gets really down the track. Some people, though, don't, and that is their right, um, unless they feel safe. Um, all that sort of thing. Polyamorous people, you know, gosh, um, sure, there's a couple of good sites out there, but, um, you know, there's still things to work through. And, of course, women's issues on dating sites, the number of men who just, um, you know, see a women's photo and can't seem to read what they say and say totally what is not to be said. But good luck to all um, in finding the partner if you want a partner of some sort, sexual or romantic. Of course, you may want a romantic partner, but not a sexual partner. And could be asexual or part of the asexual spectrum. Always remember to check out AVEN, the Asexual Visibility Education Network, for information on such an issue. Um, so, yep, lots of personal things. If you want a partner, may you be attracted to the best person for you. Um, but, of course, there are lots of good things, I should say, to be fair about dating apps, or be balanced would be a better word. Um, you know, they can connect people. They can work for some people. Um of course, um, you know, what are your common interests? Um, can you put something up there quirky? Someone who was um, giving me ideas on getting onto a more women, although I'm um, by slash Pam myself, onto a women's dating site, um, said don't put your intersectional feminist who lives in Brunswick because that knocks you down to about oh, 99% of all women living in Brunswick. So yeah, try to find something original, I suppose can be the go. Not that I'm really the expert in this area. Um, political. Um, Wombat's come up with a good point here. While a number of LGBTIQ plus topics are showing they will be raised in the upcoming state election, I wish that our political parties and independents running work towards an inclusive state in a community where all sexual and gender diversity are accepted. I'm hoping all political parties in 2018 focus on social cohesion. Now, that's a really good point. I, I must admit, I always prefer it when LGBTI issues can be more, I'll say, cross-partisan and not politi- you know, um, you know, politically partisan. Um, heard a lot of um, whispers around the traps. The Liberal Party is not, at the state level, is going to try to run on the safe schools issue. I think it's, um, I don't know, since the events of November on lots of levels, I wonder if that's dead in the water. Um, but don't know for sure. That's just hope and speculation on my part in the latter part of that statement. But we saw when... Um, trans birth certificate reform laws were introduced into the Victorian Parliament in 2016 that there wasn't one member of the Liberal and National parties who spoke up in favour and those who did were pretty, you know, extreme right in their views. So um, I share share the hope on that. I don't know if we can achieve it, though, Um, is a problem. Um, Serious, um, going back to Wombat's um, email, quote, serious, um, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. My name's Sally. In my volunteer role with scouting, um, it says, Wombat, seeing the fantastic inclusive environment of Scouts Victoria and Grow in our state continue its leadership role in the area of diversity inclusion as national, as national and world levels of scouting develop their own approaches. Now, this is a good point, and, of course, whilst um, Wombat has personalised this in relation to his workplace, you know, um, having an inclusive workplace for all the people... Um, and that's, you know, staff and volunteers, customers and slash clients, including, say, if it's a health environment, patients, if you want to use that word, um, the public, um, the whole caboodle, really, really important. And, you know, um, there's, you know, people think, oh, it's this big effort, but really, 
when you do inclusive service and um, diverse and inclusive service, it's actually just a part of good customer service to treat every customer as the unique individual. They are not as an individual dollar sign, but also as an individual person. So let's have a think about that. To give a an example of bad, um, we'll start with the get the worst out of the way. Let's say you went into an electrical goods store because you needed a computer. Your computer's nearing the end of its life, as they can, can do. And so you go in there, I'm after a computer, and someone says to you, we're selling, it's a special on washing machines today. Buy a washing machine instead. Now, that's bad customer service. It's not good listening for starters. So... You know, they can treat you as, you know, that's the worst example, a bit extreme, probably unlikely, or who knows, but anyway, let's say they go, okay, you're after a computer, what sort? I prefer Windows. Oh, we've got a special on Macs. Well, that's getting a bit better. But then they say open-minded questions. Okay, what sort of features do you want? What speed? What RAM? Said the pretend-to-be computer expert. Well, that's good individual customer service. Now, how does diversity fit into that? Um, it can. I mean, maybe, you know, going beyond a computer, obviously, you know, I don't really think a gay person needs um, um, different service in that sense, so long as it's respectful, of course. Um, or you could say, my partner's going to pay half of it with me. Well, you just say, oh, your partner and don't assume gender. But let's bring it into a more person-centred care situation, such as aged care or hospitals then. You know, how can you make your workplace more inclusive? Um, lots of people are nervous about coming out to service providers, particularly seniors. Can you do things? Can you wear rainbow lanyards? Well, yes, you can, but you've got to make sure you know how to be inclusive and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, Wombat's got a great wish there about, um, you know, sort of continuing to make the workplace inclusive for staff and clients. Perhaps you've got thoughts about that. Pop them into me via all the means of communication as we continue with the pansexual music. We opened up with Cold Chisel with a bit of a Christmassy song, um, Home and Broken Hearted, that version from the Ringside album, recorded at the Horden Pavilion in Sydney in 2003. Of course, originally off their second album um, from memory, Breakfast at Sweethearts. But um, keeping the diverse music going, well, here's some classic country and rock Um with the Far Gone Beauties, in my best ABC voice. Don't say that too quickly if you've had a few drinks. And, well, um, a classic um, adapted from ACDC combined with a TV show theme. Listen and you'll hear what I mean. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR On Demand and 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. In 2016, 3CR published a book to celebrate the station's 40th birthday. Years in the making, Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR, is a visually stunning account of the people and ideas that make up this dynamic station. At 300 pages, the book includes hundreds of images and over 50 features on programs, people, music and technology from across the decades. You can get your copy of 3CR's book for $49.50 at the station during business hours at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy. Or online at 3cr.org. Get a piece of your own history. 3CR's Radical Radio is available now. Kelly here. Hi, this is Shane Howard here, asking you to support 3CR. Independent radio station, encouraging independent music and independent thought. They've been supporting musicians for more than 30 years, so let's support them. 
Indeed, you could if you are doing some late, belated shopping after the festi- after the official holidays. Um, possibly, um, if it's an idea, buy a copy of Radical Radio and supporting 3CR and on your Shane and Paul. Um, so yes, uh, prior to the messages, well, proving that we can be diverse, which I'm going to com- digress and comment on in a second. The Far Gone Beauties from It's Hard When You're Ugly, their second album, and A Highway to Hell interspersed, intermingled, intertwined with the ballad of Jed Clampett. See, we can be musically diverse on this station. Um, it's really quite easy. And there's always these debates at this time. You Actually, I'm going to say de- debates in inverted commas on Oh gosh, you know, if we don't, if we celebrate Christmas, are we offending people and all that sort of thing? And so, to me, what, why doesn't anyone ever say another answer? Why don't we mention all faiths? Why don't we mention all of Christmas and Hanukkah and Solstice and anyone else? And you know, sort of te- communicate to people, hey, there's all sorts of belief systems. Oh no, that would be too hard. That would involve effort, and of course, it would take away um, ratings, points, and clickbait material from commercial media elements therein if we actually did something sensible and positive rather than divisive, confrontational and all the rest. Now I've got to say I did catch some commercial media on Friday afternoon and first things first, the incident in the city on at 4.41 on Thursday was quite horrendous and wishing every prayer for a full re- and speedy recovery to those um, who were injured, some 12 of whom still in hospital at this time. But um, what got me was how I did listen to a commercial station occasionally when I'm feeling in a really safe space. I do these things to see what um, they have to say. And there was all this plaudits from a commercial announcer about how the Muslim community got on the front foot and went to Flinders Street Station and greeted people and asked them to have a chat with them. You know. Now, let's stop and think about that. If and what got and I was a bit annoyed, but what got me much happier was within three minutes someone rang in to said commercial station and said if it had been a Christian um, by the name of Smith, would Christians be at Flinders Street Station telling people to calm down? Of course they wouldn't. So well done to that caller, whoever you were on that station, who I won't mention. And I suppose if I'm going to get to some of my wishes later, um, that's we might talk about media. So you know, I think that. Um, you know, I often say jokingly, if commercial media didn't do ratings, points and clickbait on minorities, gosh, um, half of it would disappear. Think about that. Let's come back to Wombat's wish list um, and, you know, sort of um, 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 humorous. Now, there was no obligation, by the way, to put in all of these categories. It's any or all of the above. Um, Sally's asked me to found, find a one-liner. Well, I Wombat, I burrowed down and found some one-liners for you um, after a bit of scouting around. Oh, dear. What are the five listeners I've had just, just left? And, um, you know, so um, as Wombat says here, I hope there's as much to celebrate in 2018 in the community as there was in 17. We could reflect on the year and think of the challenges, but more I'd like to think of the successes. Well, I think, you know, it raises a point. Yes, we did finally get marriage equality and yes that was the previous laws were discriminatory against couples other than male or female by birth certificate at the time of the marriage so yeah that was a major big ticket win no matter what you think about many aspects of the campaign um you know it was it was done and of course not long afterwards um sort of in between the yes vote and passing things through parliament was the amazing um you know change um, the, fa- the court decision on puberty delaying, I'm sorry, on stage two medication, not puberty delaying medication in relation to young trans people. So yeah, to get that marriage equality thing done, um, you know, is a good thing. 
Um, no question, as I say, it's a, it's a major big-ticket win um, that you know, changes a major piece of discriminatory secular law or civil law, if you want to call it that, to be more precise, to be more inclusive. And it's interesting to see all the marriage celebrants jumping on the bandwagon. I wonder if they really realise that marrying couples other than cisgender male and cisgender female could have some differences um, to, you know, how... Um, you might just to otherwise, but um, you know there'll be lots of weddings in the first few months of next year. Um, get that Google Calendar or shared calendar ready from eighth of January, when most of them will happen. Noting that two already have one in obviously very urgent circumstances, which I think was the right thing to do with every certainty. So we did have our wins, and I think the win, the other win, just to digress a little, was of course the amazing election results around. Um, the world for trans people. We had the seven can- candidates elected in the US, um, and you know I will continue um, to dine out um, on the um, great words of Andrea Jenkins um, in the who was elected to Minneapolis City Council, um, which I just thought um, was actually um, you know just so huge. You know, sort of we. We have to do intersectionality. We can't leave anyone behind, but also we don't just want a seat at the table. Um, you know, we want to set the table, of course, which we go on to say, no, we want the full um, you know, sort of um, um, do, uh, menu of diversity upon which to dine, which was um, really good. So, um, you know, I think that was a great tonic. And that was, of course, the week before the yes vote was announced here in Australia on the postal survey. Um, so, um, you know, it was, I think, an incredible win. Um, and let's go through those people. Vi Lyles, um, Charlotte, um, Virginia, home of Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair, um, the first um, woman mayor of colour. Um, so, um, sorry. Um, got, I've picked up the wrong article, my apologies. But um, Andrea Jenkins, um, of course, um, trans woman elected to person of colour, elected to office in um, Minneapolis. 73% of Minneapolis's eighth ward. And this article here that I'm looking at says, beat the brakes off the other candidates. Um, and so Danica Rome, who also won in Virginia, um, doing great stuff. So, um, you know, I think that these are really important things. Um, to note. And they did send a beacon of hope. And this is where I know there's nervousness amongst the trans community about what's going to happen now that marriage is done. Will the focus come on to the trans community from the far right? Well, probably will even more, and it always has. Um, But I think the critical point to note is that we do have reason for some strength and hope with seeing that the public has voted people in. I mean, people like Andrea um, who got 73%, well, obviously they voted for him. You know, that can't all just be on attributes because it's a, um, you know, she's obviously got stuff going for her. So he's a good candidate on her merits. And this is, I think, really important. So we had, um, you know, so um, we had that situation emerge. There was also one that I forgot to mention because it was a busy sort of end of year, Um and that was the results in Uruguay, which was fantastic. Um, Michelle, Michelle Suarez, uh, I think it's pronounced, um, trans senator and is a veteran LGBTI campaigner in um, South America. So that was a great win. 
um, and that happened in October. So things were beginning to turn. And I do want to spend a bit of time on this. When we have the intensity of feeling that we did in um, the, um, you know, during the, the postal survey and most of the last couple of years in the Australian context, I think we do, you know, we can tend to get stuck in it a bit and not quite be in the present moment. I don't deny um, anyone their feelings at all on what happened. Um, but I think that we do have to remember that maybe at least the um, tide has sort of perhaps reached its extreme mark and that people, uh, trans people are standing up, but also your proverbial average punter is going, hang on a second, is this sort of anti-politically correct, anti-establishment and all the other cliches, you know, individual freedom, um, you know, which is too often implied to be do and say whatever you want, has it all gone too far? And I think a few people have. They've got back to basics. They're seeing through the spin. And I think that's incredibly um, welcome. So um, good to see that. And I think that was probably one of the big things that came out of 2017 for me. Um, and, of course, the last person to be elected was a um, trans woman in um, a small town in Quebec, Canada. Um, and according to the Canadian Broadcasting Commission, Julie Lumio, um, who was elected the uh, mayoress of the town um, Tresant Redempteur in Quebec, in my best bad French accent, um, and is now the first um, openly trans mayor in Canada, which is pretty awesome. Um, so um, that's very, very good to see um, that these sorts of things are happening. And hopefully the day will come where it's like, oh, trans people get elected to some sort of public office, whoop-de-doo, Hogan, is what we can look for. So I think that was one of the big things of the year, if I'm to follow um, Wombat's sort of guide to the successes. Um, Wombat also mentions the gallery singing We Are Australian, which some people have questioned the choice of song. Um, The South Australian Scouts participated in their first Pride, meaning now five of the six states and territories that have pride marches. They've been there. Um, and so let's see, see if we can keep it rocking. Yeah, have a break by all means, um, but we are going to have to get back into it. And, yeah, um, one bet you'll be listening to the podcast. Don't forget that. Um, the last one for you will be up by sometime this afternoon. Um, so thank you for your thoughts. But if anyone else has any more thoughts, um, please by all means, pop them to me um, on all the means of communication. I'm going to come up with a few more, um, um, you know, sort of ideas afterwards, um, and we'll see where we go. All right, um, where we go now is to some music, and let's chill back with Curious, proving that we're musically diverse and play people of all backgrounds on the last show before a big particular um, faith-based holiday. Um, Here's Wendy Raw, of course, who puts a lot of Wiccan and Pagan into her music and a track, the title track, in fact, from her album, The Wolf Sky. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and you can also listen On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon 
um, originally broadcasting. Thanks for your company today and throughout 2017. We just heard from Wendy Wendy Rule. Um, check her website out at wendyrule.com. And um, a track from The Wolf Sky, the title card. Um, Wendy Rule, um, someone of Wiccan, um, Wiccan pagan type of background in that area. I'm, I must admit, I'm not sure of the exact term, so apologies if I've got that wrong. But as we say, let's celebrate all happy faiths um, at this time of year. Acknowledge them all for the positivity that they bring. So I just want to mention the eight US candidates selected. Um, just had trouble with the, the net a couple of minutes ago. and do want to mention this. So Andrea Jenkins elected to uh, Minneapolis City Council in Minnesota, the same city, that the same state that elected Jesse Ventura governor sometime in the 90s. Um, so they are diverse, but seriously well done. Um, Dana Carome in Virginia to the House of Delegates. Um, and who unseated a huge anti-LGBTIQ type of um, candidate in from the Republican Party. Um, so the US's only state trans representative. Jerry Cannon um, from New Hampshire, um, elected to the Summersworth School Board. Um, she's planning to eventually to run for New, the New Hampshire State Legislature. Um Lisa Middleton in California got elected to Palm Springs um, City Council, so the first government type of um, trans person elected. And Palm City, Palm Springs City Council has all of gay, lesbian, bi and trans councillors as part of its team. So, um, yeah, that's, an, uh, that's sort of a, we'll call it an upmarket Dalesford in a way, or more expensive or something anyway. Um, so... Um, who else? Stephen Kuntz um, in Georgia on the Doraville City Council. Um, so um, that's um, a good win down south. Tyler Titus in Pennsylvania, the Erie School Board. Um, and that's a great to see a trans man elected. I think that's probably something we can focus on in 2018. Acknowledging my privilege as a white, middle-class um, middle age bracket trans woman, you know, I think it is fair to say, despite all the gefuffle that gets thrown about, we have a reasonable narrative of someone like myself on board now. But still not enough trans men visibility, still could do with more non binary visibility. Of course, um, multicultural, people of colour, indigenous, still, I still think we could always have more. So, diversity in diversity, the theme of this show. Um, let's get more of it in 2018. How could we do it? Well, I'm sure we've got strategies. Um, and it's really just communication in a sense. Visibility is a part of it, but also, you know, it's being honest, you know, talk about if it has been challenging, but always say what made it work. I think personal stories can't go far enough. And last but not least, oh, two more, Philippe Cunningham. Um, and he won a spot on Minneapolis City Council as well, next to Andrea. A trans man elected to a major city council in the US, the first there. Well done, Philippe. So two trans men, I think that's really important. That's a double win. And then Raven Mathern in Connecticut, the Stanford Board of Representatives um, as a lawmaker. So the youngest member in the board's history. So um, this is sensational um, to see. And yep, as I say um, as well, um, Julie Lemieux in um, Tresant Redonte in Quebec, Canada and uh, Michelle Suarez in Uruguay. Um, people have sometimes said to me, would I run for politics? I don't think I'm the right type. Um, <laughs> but each to their own. 
Now, Melina, our woving reporter, sent in an article from the um, New York Times last week about safe travelling while queer. And, of course, this could apply overseas, um, perhaps more so, you know, which places are safer. But, of course, it's going to be vary around even within a a country or a region. Um, You know, um, so I have to say I happily had two days down at Venus Bay during the week. I got finished work early for the year and headed down there. It was absolutely beautiful. Not an ounce of queer phobia. Maybe a surprised look in one shop at being called ma'am afterwards. Well, obviously they've got it right. Good on them. So, um, you know, not a problem down there. Um, Australian country friendliness. And actually, and if you, of course, if you follow me on Facebook, you'll see that I saw a couple of seals. I think there were two different ones um, who were probably more surprised to see me. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Much relaxed. So exiting down early. Can't get enough of that. Um, but, um, yeah, of course, if you're traveling in some countries and of course there's some countries, I don't know, I don't care how, um, ambitious or, um, I don't know, interested a traveler you are. There's just some days you, you wouldn't travel to some countries in the world. And, um, you know, unless you had lots of support there, I wouldn't, I have, I'd be honest, I would never have got, Russia wasn't exactly on my travel bucket list two years ago, but I did, was well looked after there in a respectful way on many levels. Um, I um, thank them very much for that and always think of them. Hi to anyone listening in Russia. Um, you're always in my heart. But, um, you know, even parts of Australia, would it be would it be safe? This story that uh, Melina's mentioned from the New York Times tells of a person and queer friend who were being followed. Um, you know, and you do have to unfortunately be a little... We'll say hypervigilant as a queer person sometimes, and of course, if you are perhaps from um, other minorities in the US, people of colour, Australia, Indigenous, to give some examples, could be um, sort of even more challenging. So yeah, be safe in your travels around the country. Um, there's been a good little article that um, came up just to me in the last um, um, 24 hours, um, and that was a fantastic um, win for a human rights award in Italy, um, and that is um, Wajahat Abbas Kazmi, Young Activist of the Year, a young gay and Muslim activist, which is pretty awesome work. Um, So that's great news to see that that diversity in diversity is being recognised. And I suppose, really, I don't have to think too hard about my wish. I didn't come on, I didn't start the show with any predetermined ideas today, but... I do feel now that marriage is done, I think the rest of the queer community does deserve a shot. And, you know, I, t- I was quite disappointed at the um, you know, sort of abandonment of many, some groups were, were a bit thrown under the bus during the campaign. Well, if we move quickly to make that up, I'm obviously thinking of multicultural, a la Western Sydney. Um, and, if, you know, when you think about it also, the two seats in southeastern Melbourne, which I think were the only ones in Victoria that voted no overall, um, you know, have a large multicultural population. You know, and to use the old SWOT analysis, it's a, um, you know, it's a, op- it's a weakness that can be turned into an opportunity if we move fast. Um, do have to say, um, credit where it's due, last week um, was the Bisexual Alliance AGM and we had a surprise visitor um, and that was Commissioner Ro Allen, and I think Ro's keen to start moving on some buy stuff, so that's most welcome after feeling very frustrated for a year. 
I'm going to throw one thing into the mix that I think we have to watch out for. I think there are now too many careerists taking advantage of LGBTI, whether they are in plain language, queer or broader community. Um, I had a meeting during the year with um, a representative of a, representatives of, I'll just say, a large organisation, and one person was new to it and actually said, quote, I'm very new to this LGBTI area. It will be an interesting career move for me, end quote. I think if there's people doing it just out of plain selfish reasons, exploiting an exploited group for their own advantage, I don't care whether you're queer or straight, just don't do it. And I think we will have, you know, we will try, we will try to call people in on that. But if we can't call them in, we might have to call them out. And I think um, that's something that we need to look out for next year. All right. Um, let's have keep up the diverse music. And I think, um, well, I've had this one now for a few years, um, at least three, and it's going to get a Guernsey for a fourth. Um, Stephen Gelman, who, um, his track about um, diversity always gives me a chuckle at this time of year. Here's Stephen Gelman and A Jewish Christmas. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Dum da 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 dum da 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 boom 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 boom. Hi, I'm Rod Quantock, and you're listening to fill in the dots. You know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to yes, fill in the. Three CR Community Radio. You got it right. You've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at eight five five AM. We're on digital radio and streaming at three cr.org.au. Three CR has been making trouble since nineteen seventy six, and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape, and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch, and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't three CR's towers. And let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. 3AW. Um, what is it? Um, we're stalking Melbourne. No, nothing of the sort. This is 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan, with Sally wrapping up 2017. Um, which just leads me to mention what is happening on this time slot over the next few weeks. Um, um, Shay Olivia will be um, doing zigzag for a few weeks, although we'll be in at one o'clock today um, because Freedom of Species is already um, um, sort of um, wrapped up for the year. Um, so not Animale today. We're zigzagging. Um, get that right. So, yeah, in a few minutes, if you're listening live, um, and also if you're listening live, the big breaking news, um, Mitchell Stark will not be playing in the Boxing Day test, so a bird will be flying in. Um, nothing to do with anything, really, but apropos of nothing, as they as they sometimes say. Um, well, yeah, that just about wraps it up for the year. I mean, I suppose I've you know got to mention, um, you know, the, given that it took up a good couple of shows and got a lot of notice, the situation with the Pride Centre. I firmly believe Jared Munro was willing to learn from that, and that's all we ever ask. Um, you know, sort of took a while, but we got there and, you know, we'll see what happens with it. But this show started out in 2005 because at that time there was still not a lot of talk about anything other than gay and lesbian in the supposedly queer community. And this show will remain doing that, I suppose, if I'm putting some wishes on the line for next year. Um, I hope there's lots of good news to report on. 
um, you know, the um, such as things like ending stage two in the family court. So if parents and child are all together on it, don't have to go to the family court. If it's parental conflict, well, you do, but that's the same as any parental conflict. So now we're being treated equally. Let's hope we get more of that. It's all we've ever asked. Um, what will happen? Well, you can't really predict it. So, you know, let's not worry about the future. And I think that, you know, there is some people would say, well, what about the inquiry into religious freedom, which is a sort of, um, well, a consolation prize for the no campaign. I think we're in a position to really just assert ourselves here. We don't have to be reactive to them. We can be nice and just say, eh, you know, is there too much religious freedom already? Whatever you want to say, I suppose. Um, and, of course, it's not as complex as religious being lumped all into one, is it? You know, there's all sorts of religions. There's all sorts of denominations of Christianity and beliefs in Judaism and um, um, progressive and orthodox and all the rest. So I think it's um, to try and lump it all together as religious freedom where one particular interpretation of one religion tries to speak for all of it is problematic in itself. So um, there will be that inquiry. But I think my thinking keeps saying the only way we're going to get our progressive agenda back on the agenda is when we put the progressive agenda back on the agenda. Um, uh, so we've got to do that, and this show will be a part of that. Um, I hope that I do that in other areas of my life. Um, personal goals for next year still need to... Oh, gosh, I'm putting it out there publicly. Thinking of doing something creative, creative, dramatic somewhere. I keep threatening that at the start of every year and then it falls off the radar, so I don't know. But there are lots of exciting things happening. Um, watch this space. But the, this show will be back. I'm still wanting lots of personal stories, so have a think over the silly season if you're up for doing a personal story. Um, yes, this show will be back live on February the 5th, um, very much be here, um, and very much so. Thank you to all the guests throughout the year, particularly people like, for example, including but not limited to Wombat and Mellum, who told their stories in great detail and with great passion, much appreciated. Um, to the artistic guests like Ruby from Girls Rock last week, thank you, and um, Peter, um, Nathan Levy, um, and uh, sorry, Peter Levy, who wrote um, Nathan, I beg your pardon, um, to the political people like Jude, um, you know, it is part of the wacky mishmash that makes up our queer community. Of course, we're artists, we're, um, you know, sort of people in high office, we're um, grassroots, we're everything. And this show is here as a voice of the voiceless, to quote CM Punk, who's not popular anymore, so I shouldn't have quoted him. Um, and open your eyes. What will you see? No, you won't see the cult of personality. You'll go to much deeper than that on this show. Um, so thank you to everyone who listened throughout the year um, on any show. Um, you know, pop pop ideas in if you if you want to come on the show, if there's something you think that this show could cover and might not be. Hey, um, it's your show too. And, of course, thanks to the great staff team here at 3CR who provide tremendous support on everything. It's a very small team, um, only about six people and certainly not six effective full-time, but you'd think they were doing 12 effective full-time jobs because they do an awesome job. And to all the team of volunteers on everything, all the great shows, um, great to be a part of 3CR. It's now been, um, if I started in 2005, this is the end of the 13th year, goodness me. We've just passed 600 shows, so um, we'll keep it rocking next year with another 50 or so. Um, and look, everyone, have a safe season, whether you're travelling, whether you're on the roads in any capacity, using water in any capacity, swimming pool, rivers, lakes, oceans, bays, whatever. Um, and if you're 
you know, having a drink or two, do it safely or something else. If you're being intimate with someone, do it safely, consensually and of appropriate age, and it'll all be good. So, of course, normally this is that one show of the year where I don't say catch you next week. Take it out this year because it is Australia and we're in the middle of that warm season that Dragon sings about called Summer. And this is the show where I always say thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next year. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.